Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, married a boater, and even Bill the Engineer, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, If you're joining us on Facebook Live, we apologize in advance. Uh, We have a new uh, system set up, by the way, on Facebook. Uh, Whether it works today is anybody's guess, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We will see, indeed. But the big news is about Bill the Engineer who doesn't typically, well, he hadn't been joining us regularly uh, on the World of Boating, but being that, I guess he was, uh, he, he's celebrating a honeymoon or something, he well, fil- he felt he had time, because it only takes like, what, six seconds, and then you're done, and you got all this extra time <laughs> to fill? <laughs> or what? Uh, uh, what's yeah, on? well, so uh, what ended up happening was that uh, Thursday, the 1st of October, mm-hmm. uh, will be ongoing for the balance of time, uh, okay. my anniversary. Because I got married on Thursday in a very small ceremony. We decided we couldn't invite everyone, so we decided to invite no one. Oh, okay. Well, you wanted to be socially distant. You wanted to be responsible, right? Well, that really is the thing. Uh, And we didn't want to risk anyone else getting sick. So uh, Mm -hmm. we had, there's a couple who are the pastor at uh, the church that Tracy goes to. Right. And they are friends of ours. And they said they would do it. And Antoine, who is our videographer, who did a spectacular job. Right. And uh, so we did a we did have a ceremony, but mm-hmm. I committed a classic blunder, oh. a blunder which this show has on numerous occasions pointed out is it, it, it is completely avoidable. Okay. There's no reason to fall victim to this blunder. Yeah. But I set myself up so mm-hmm. that I could, in fact possibly fall fall victim to it and i didn't think of it until i was watching the video and the uh the rings were being held in my hand in the video and i thought well what would have happened if they fell out of this and rolled off the end of the platform we were standing on into the water because we were on the edge of a lake oh what is wrong with you a classic did I not teach Did I not teach you anything? I mean, it's it's you know a lot. I mean, you're you uh, and this is true. You're a member of Mensa. You're a very mm. intelligent human being. Why, in this particular instance, did you not pay attention to anything I've said over the last twelve years? Well, I and think you wanted you, to illustrate, uh, as we do on the World of Boating every week, what not to do. Uh, this is more or less what, it, and I'll tell you the exact reason is because it was in no way a boating platform. Uh, it is easy for me to say you don't propose on a pier, on a dock. You just don't do it because what's going to happen when you lose that ring? Well, quite honestly, this was a it's an outdoor chapel and it's a platform. It's a deck. Yeah. And uh, it was right on the edge of Lake Sibelia mm-hmm. uh, here in Central Florida. 
and it's walking distance from my house. Okay. And it, it never occurred to me that what we are doing is we are on a platform above a body of water, which is a cardinal sin of the world of boning. You don't do that there. And, right. Uh, Unless you want to create that special, you know, viral video uh, of, hey, <laughs> don't be that guy. Uh, you know, and we'd be talking about it on the world of boating. So I guess the the big question is, please uh, let us know. Did you actually figure out a way to execute this process without letting? Oh, right, well, you got that ring. But what about hers? Hers is on the finger, too, because we can't see how her on Facebook Live. I mean, seriously, how many rings does Tracy need? Okay. Uh, got All our right. engagement ring already. <laughs> that, that would explain the post Bill put out on Facebook looking for a scuba diver <laughs> <laughs> with a metal what? detector. I will tell huh. you, uh, we made another blunder, which I didn't realize would be a blunder even. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, this really is, it's a nice, it's a really small outdoor chapel area. It's just completely open, which, I mean, really fits in with uh, the vibe for 2020 and being uh, aware of your COVID and coronavirus risks. And uh, so we're outside and everyone's far away from us. Uh, we did not wear masks for the ceremony itself, so that meant that we had to be away from everyone else. Uh, but the videographer decided he wanted to take some photos, so we got off of this deck and stood next to a cypress tree, which is really close by. And then we see that they've taped up signs on the outside of the deck, not the inside where you can see it, but the outside of the deck, warning you about water snakes. Oh, yeah. water okay. moccasins. Those Very are nice. uh, romantic setting, it sounds yes, like, for your proposal or, or your wedding, I should say. Barry no, the no, Boater, what say were you, there Barry? Any, were, there, were there any cardboard uh, cutouts of your friends around that no, area there, to there was, add no. to the... Uh, and no, if you were paying like attention, a, Barry, what he said at the beginning is that he had I, I people attend he he had the ceremony, only attend, people yeah. that mattered. <laughs> so cardboard That's what I heard. cutouts didn't even... <laughs> didn't even matter <laughs> greg greg was in attendance he was that translucent blur <laughs> that you saw so uh what we are going to do uh is that we are going to have some some zoom meetings and <laughs> kind of like this yeah. and share our 12 minute long wedding video wow uh, it's, it's really nice eliza was there tracy and i excellent and, well and the, in uh, all honesty uh bill congratulations thank you you know, uh, I, I'll be honest. I was surprised. I was like, all of a sudden, I see this Facebook post. Uh, Bill and Tracy got hitched. I'm like, what? Hey, I was, I was not. I missed it by six and a half months. That was your wager. Yeah, you because the because <laughs> the, this is this is number seven for you. It's something like that. It's hard to keep lucky track. number seven. <laughs> Duh. Okay. All right. Well, no, I, so, you know, we so kid, yeah, but we. I was uh, due. We, is what we you're do, saying, uh, we do congratulate him though. So we got a another hitched member of the world of boating crew. It's yeah, the cardinal been, the cardinal rule is don't propose anywhere near water. That's the cardinal rule of world of boating. Yes. Captain Patrick's cardinal rule is, and this is in no way um, meant to disparage <laughs> Tracy because if you listen to the Kava Screw commercial that airs during the show, mm. that is Tracy. Yes, it is. Um, but my cardinal rule is just don't, don't propose. Yep. Just don't propose. Period. <laughs> just, 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 just rent the relationship. It's huh. much, much easier. Okay. I don't think that's legal in most states, though. And uh, <laughs> let's see. You've been married how many times, Patrick? Just for the record. It only took one. It only took one and done. Got it. Okay. So obviously he's an expert. 
and, uh, and those type of things. I, I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> hey, you know, this is what we call the voice of experience. Okay. You, you can't get experience just by having good experience. Right, right. Well, you know, it sounds to me like you took the lead. I mean, you listen to the world of boating. You did exactly opposite of what we told you to do. And, uh, you know, it worked out regardless. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. We've told yeah, everybody that years and years in a row now. So uh, really, I do think it was Patrick who has really been very clear that you should (laughs) never, ever propose a near water, B at all. And no one ever listens to him. Come on. Yeah. Well, you know, no, that doesn't get highlighted any more than a story that got posted this week at World of Boating, you know, which appeared on Facebook, which if you don't follow us or like us, please do so. And then simultaneously uh, is shown on worldofboating.com. But man gets thrown from boat. After marriage proposal fail in viral video, hmm. and that this he's he's out he's on a long dock. There's a pontoon boat. The there's another pontoon boat that's pulling up alongside, and that's got his fiance in it. He steps off the dock onto the first pontoon boat, tries to make it to the second pontoon boat, and guess what happens? He missed. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you where was see- the ring? In, in his, I think, I think it was in his hand, and um, then you know, in the water he goes. It just, you know, just, just don't, you know, if you're gonna propose, if you want to do it on a boat, do them when they're on a trailer on land. It's a lot safer. Yeah, okay, if you get right camera angles, you'll never know you're on land. Uh, wait until you see the video from my wedding. Uh, I'm gonna keep bringing that up every time that I'm allowed to speak, uh, but. There's there's some really great angles the videographer got standing on land. It looks like he was in a hot air balloon above the wedding, but he was not. He was at no time not firmly planted on the ground. There's a ton of things you can do with uh, the distortion of reality using cameras. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we'll know that when we Movie watch magic. it. Movie magic. Yeah. So, did you like superimpose like Brad Pitt in your position or his face or something? Wait, wait, wait. You already told me that um, there were no cutouts of people there. Why would he do that? That's a good point. Because he would just wear the thing over his face, Barry. Uh-huh. Not a cardboard cutout, just a mask. Or just to have more people there. And, okay. and, and, and just so you know. They the do it I, in bas- basketball games all the time. The, the reason why Bill's mentioning his, his wedding video, by the way, just so you know, because he did send me the initial link, is there is a PayPal on the backside. <laughs> <laughs> that is Donations are appreciated. Attorney, in case yeah, things go south. That'll be put in escrow. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you know this might be the thing a boat is it hard to take care of a boat not a little boat like this and you have to have your license and you have to have no like nothing it. it's like a slide whistle anyone could buy one This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Bill the Engineer, rounding out the cruise. We navigate the latest boating news and information and uh, tell you about some TV shows. That I Well, I mentioned that uh, Edge to Extinction on Discovery Channel last week. I'd been watching yeah, that, it. Yeah, that guy is the worst person on the face of this planet. Well, you know, I didn't realize it, but sure enough, last Sunday was the finale. And uh, so it was only like a six-episode series on Discovery. And they made it through the Northern Passage. Spoiler! Oh, I would never have thought that would have happened. Oh, my God. So surprising. Well, they made it. And, um, yeah, I, Not I don't know. Not scripted at all. I, th- I thought it was an intriguing <laughs> show to watch from a boating perspective. They that, had a lot that, of... Uh, that guy was prep. so... That yeah. guy was so unpepared. He had no So business. you watched it. You took my no, advice I, and actually I, watched the show. I did not watch it. Well, I then read how do you know? An, I read enough analysis about this oh. guy and, and, and his poor boat skills... And why he what do you mean his poor boat skills? He's been why, sailing since he was like five years old, Patrick. What? Not in that environment and putting children. Nobody had been sailing in that environment. He was the first person to do it in a sailboat. In a recreational sailboat. Yes. Okay. So people have made that passage before. Not in a okay. sailboat like this. Not, not even. in a recreational sailboat. Yeah. And to do it with with young children on board. 
was uh, a bit foolish, possibly. Uh, if you will. Yeah. No. No. It they, was. Well, they cover that on the show quite a bit, actually. And yeah, yeah, you could definitely uh, look at it and go, "Wow, this wasn't very responsible what this guy did," but he did achieve it. And you know, uh, you know, it, it's more of a story of like conquering uh, your fears and just like persevering no matter what. I mean, on one side of the coin, you could look at it as a a triumph, triumphant type story. Or the other, you could look at it like this guy was out of his gourd. He was out of his gourd. But, and this uh, is everything that you shouldn't do because all the other knowledgeable boaters turned around and went home. Well, this is true, I believe. It no, happened it in true. 2018. I know. And, I, I, uh, did, I did my research, and okay. I really didn't want to talk about it. But it was a good we, show. I'll tell you, because, I mean, you know, you didn't watch the show. You just read the analysis. But I'll tell you, that as far as watching it from a boating perspective, all the stuff they went through to prepare the vessel for this crazy voyage that they were uh, uh, embarking on, I, I found it intriguing. It was very compelling TV. Yeah, well, uh, you also like Duck Dynasty, so. Well, yeah, you know. duh. Hello. I know good TV when I see it. Who watches Dancing with the Stars? No, I do not. That's, I'll leave that to Barry. Leave it to Barry. Oh, That's God. a show right there. <laughs> as, as we start to move on, mm-hmm. uh, again, uh, congrats to uh, Bill and Tracy. Nice to know that you took her last name, Bill. Um, <laughs> Actually, but, uh, you know, Bill and his new wife uh, may take up that captain from Expedition on, uh, to the Edge, because at the end of the episode, they said, hey, we're looking for crew members for our next trip. You want to go? Let me, t- let me tell you something. <laughs> Bill Bill has more experience than this guy. Yeah, but he get a free honeymoon out of the deal. I think you know they're they're saying, hey, come on board, we'll feed you. You'll be you'll be crew and everything. We're looking yeah. for you to because because if, you, if you're north. if you're not divorced by the end of this voyage, you'll be dead. So <laughs> well, those yeah. are your choices. I mean, you you know, it's either you get stay on the boat or you don't. I mean, you know, they don't have many choices. Or, but, you, uh, or we, you take on the polar bears. You know, yeah. that's a, that's what it was. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, you could get a free honeymoon out of the deal if you want to go work as crew, Bill. Just a little I tip. don't. Yeah. You sure? No. And, Thank you anyway. And before we move on to uh, the next stories, uh, and as we are fortunate to have Bill joining us today, Bill, if people want to get a hold of you or listen to you, I know you've got some uh, uh, exploding, if you will, podcasts that are doing really well. Um, how can they tune in to hear more of you? And better yet, Tracy. Uh, so that is a great question. I I am outside of this environment, the Five Minute Professor. You can find me, Five Minute Professor, on Facebook, YouTube, uh, even Twitter to a very tiny degree. Uh, but I've started two podcasts, well, three really. Uh, one's a trivia podcast, but there's The Lady and the Professor and The Photographer and the Professor. And you can find details about that at Five Minute Professor on Facebook. Very good. Excellent. By the way, Bill, move that mic away from your lips just a little. You're popping there. There you go. All right. And, um, you know, Barry and I, uh, during the course of the week, Barry, uh, you know, usually we're texting back and forth, talking about Greg and everything that he's doing to really upset us. Right. Um, And, you know, he's a genius and he's very good looking. Yeah, that never comes up. Um, Never. But usually Barry's sitting me up for some, you know, what do you think about this in regard to boating and stuff like that. And, as Barry and I were working through, it wasn't really an issue for him with his Triumph boat, but in doing some repairs because of the, way, the nature of the way that boat is made, um, there was a, a little bit of a dissatisfier as a result of that. And I mentioned something to him and uh, Barry, as he is uh, well-versed, do, really kind of dug into it. 
found what may even be a, a better solution, uh, probably a more cost-effective solution than what I had initially proposed. And the result was turned out really well. So I'm going to call this segment um, Barry's Boating Hack. <laughs> okay. Solution to yeah. what? Well, th- there were two areas that I had repaired on the boat. I took off these old flagstaffs and uh, welded the holes and polished it up, and it looked beautiful, except there was a stain left over from these flagstaffs. Well, hold, that I hold on, Barry. Okay. When, when, when you talk about welding the holes, what kind of boat do you have? And when you're talking about welding, uh, listeners are going to think that you're welding aluminum or metal. What- that's, that's true. It's, it's a Triumph, which is a roto-molded boat. It's made out of polyethylene. Uh, similar stuff that your cooler's made out of. And uh, you weld it just like you would with metal, except you're using plastic and hot air. Mm-hmm. It welds the same way. Uh, the problem that I had was that there was some staining I couldn't get rid of without really sanding it down. I didn't want to do that, so I was going to cover it with something called C-Deck. And you've seen that at the boat shows. It's really nice, but it's pricey. Mm-hmm. And all I needed was like a six by eight inch sheet. And they, the smallest they sold, I think was like, uh, what, 28 inches by 15, something like that. And they wanted 40, 45 bucks for this. Hmm. And I thought that was a little on the pricey side. For so what, what did you do? Melt down a milk carton? No, I got some stickers that you put down or adhesives that you put down on, on tubs, uh, the anti slip uh, adhesives. And I found one large enough to cut it to shape. And to mount it on the boat, and it looks great. It really does, and, and it looks like and it looks like non-skid. Yeah, it does, it, and, and it is. It's for it's for tubs when you're inside a bathtub to keep you from falling over. Mm-hmm. And uh, but, I just applied it to the boat. But Barry, you you went beyond because most people would probably like uh, a peel and stick type thing. You did the prep, you did the primer, you put this down with the intention of this isn't coming back up. And it's in such a place. Again, a small section, but it was enough for you to say, I need to get this covered up. There. Bury yeah. the boaters. Hack. There you go. Yeah, you got to emphasize. Hack. Uh, I think just for, I don't know, for many reasons. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. Bill, the engineer, rounding out the crew. Newly hitched, by the way. Uh, all right. So, uh, Barry has this hack that uh, hopefully will go away. When do you say that? When he is a ha- I, I feel like a hacking cough or something. You know, it's, it's just it something like that... like someone who survived COVID. Yes. Well, yes, yeah. With super blood, as you would call it. That's right. I have... So, it, it, but but you came up with this act of repair your boat. So well, instead of it costing forty five bucks for the uh, for that stuff, how how much you figure you had in materials to fix your your vessel? Well, uh, the the uh, the peel and stick that I put down was six dollars for five sheets, and I only needed one. And it took you so twelve have, hours of labor to. No, it, it was simple as as Patrick's as Patrick as said, Patrick <laughs> as Patrick suggested or as he okay. said. Be careful um, how you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's okay. Off. That's usually how I'm referred to. <laughs> exactly, it might be your new, new moniker. Hey, it's Greg, the Greg, your first mate, Barry, the boater, Billy, engineer, and Ask Patrick. 
I guess. <laughs> that has a ring to it. It really does. It rings true. I mean, yeah. It does. But, wow. Uh, you, clean, you clean the area off with acetone, obviously. You have to be clean. And then I use there's the only primer that works on this particular material is a uh, 3M94 primer. And you put that on, let it dry, and it allows the adhesives to stick together better yeah. than if you did not. But it use took it. you how long, Barry? To stick it down? No, the, the whole process when, when you did Oh, this. the whole process of welding the holes and, yeah, and yeah, you it figure, down and smoothing. Oh, that took me a couple hours. A couple hours. So you figure Barry makes you know, three ninety five an hour. Yeah, seven bucks plus materials, fifteen dollar tops. Yeah, pretty yeah, good a deal. Dealer, a dealer would have charged you five thousand dollars. Right? Do see? Oh, yeah. oh, forget it. I was looking online. Uh, the very few people that are left that work on these boats are getting some pretty good money. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah if anyone needs give a Triumph welded, uh, I can do it now. Well, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Well, take the uh, accolade you're getting from Ask Patrick. That's uh, Ask Patrick. <laughs> Nah, he said I did a nice job, and I'm very happy about that. No, you, you did, and, you know, uh, appreciate you reaching out to me. Okay, we got more coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Thing. I felt it. I felt it on the bow. I felt it on the stern. Then a few more times on the bow, then the stern again. Then you flipped me over onto my starboard side. I even tried aft for the first time. I'm on a boat. This is the world of Bodie Gregor, first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry, the boater, and Bill, the engineer, rounded out the crew. All right, so, uh, you know, Barry had that hack. That was nice. You might pick up a few tips. There's always unique, re, uh, you know, uh, workarounds that you can come up with as opposed to paying for a finished product like that. By the way, that idea that you came up to, uh, did you come up come up with it on your own, or did you Google the idea? What what gave you the idea to, to, to do that, Barry? I, I was going to put the C deck down. That was what Captain Patrick had suggested. Right. And and then I said, wait, I remember seeing this stuff. And those are those coasters I have sitting around my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was thinking I could just stick a coaster on there, but it just didn't look right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, But I looked on their website and I would have purchased the material because it actually matches up better to my floorboard. Uh, the floor is, um, oh, what do they call that stuff? That texture floor that they make. No skid? Like starboard. It's like non-skid starboard. Yeah. Okay. So so it would have looked like that. So it would have matched up better, but I just could not see spending that much money for two little uh, patches. So, But the idea of using this other material, did did you just come up with the idea or did you find this on Google or something? Because I had used used it before. Uh, My kids had bought a bunch of these peel and stick stickers for the bathtub, and they had a bunch of extras around there. So I started putting them on the gunnel of the boat just to make it easier mm-hmm. you know so people that when they come aboard you know like you right. uh don't fall over and hurt themselves and lose their wedding yeah, or, or when you're taking a shower out on the deck of the boat as you would do you know uh yeah butt ass naked 
I didn't say anything about drink that in, ladies. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, uh, what else we got to navigate through as far as boating news and information today, Patrick? What do you think? Well, Greg, we did find another boat a possibility for you. Okay. And it is very cost affordable. Hmm. And this would actually, I, I think this would actually make a really great dive boat for you as well. I'm listening. So, um, out in, I believe it's Alabama, this guy has got this 30 foot long, nine and a half foot beam, 11 and a half foot tall, semi submersible lifeboat. Ooh, for a submarine. Sale. Okay. Se- semi submersible. So it's one of those. Lifeboats that you see on the big cargo ships um, looks like something out of the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Right. Um, okay. You know, it's got the got the pilot house there with all the windows in it. It's got mm-hmm. a big side door that you could slide open to make your 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 entry or your your exit. Uh, a, a deck area up top with railings all around, and um, he only and this thing is twenty thousand pounds dry weight. So hmm. this is not a light boat, no. but as it is all metal, it would be, and as it's a lifeboat, it's probably virtually indestructible. Okay. Um, except by- What are you trying to say about why would that be a, a feature that I would need? You think I would uh, I would destroy a boat? Is that what you're trying to say? I, you, could, you could destroy many boats with this. Okay. With this, all right. I like the way you're thing. thinking. You know, you, 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 would need, you would need to put a battering ram on it or okay. anything. You just, right. They'd see you coming in this. And uh, they'd be getting out of your way, right? But well, it's it's lifeboat orange, isn't it? Uh, this one is kind of a rusted red, yeah, rusted orange, red. Uh, rustic red. But yeah. the best the best best part of this is it's seven hundred and fifty dollars. What? Whoa, that's cheap. Why is that? Because he wants it gone from his backyard. Ah. Because fortunately, when people see things like this, they're like, "I can turn that into a recreational boat, honey, honey." Look, I, that's that's what I want to do. Right. That's what I want to do. It's only $1,000. And mm. you go and you have the property and you put it in your backyard and it's strapped down on a triple axle trailer and, you know, you get it home and you're marveling at it and then you don't do anything to it. Well, look, we're, you know, we're located in Florida. It sounds like a hurricane escape pod to me if you're living on the coast. Just have I, that puppy in your back. Uh, yard ready to go when the floods come and everything. You're, you know, you're like Noah. I honestly, I, I think there are there are many many possibilities for uh, a uh, enterprising boater that they could uh, repurpose. Um, this and you thought of me. I was the first person, first boat boater. Well, you thought well of. because one, as I said, um, virtually indestructible. Yeah. Uh, single engine. Uh huh. Um, raised pilot house, so right. you got visibility. Uh, uh, pretty much 360 degree right and it's got that big sliding uh gunnel entry door that you know for diving you know you just weld a platform off of that and you know you've got an air-conditioned inner space okay you know divers come in and out you like can wash it. off on the deck barry what say you what do you think uh patrick do you think that his truck would be able to tow this Wait, would you leave this thing in the water? <laughs> you mean it's you twenty thousand tons? Wait, you can't. Wait, you're not going to tow it with anything. So don't it's, bring it's not, my truck it's not, into it's this. It's not. It's not twenty thousand tons. Because <laughs> twenty thousand tons. What was it? What'd you listen, say? Listen, Greg. Listen. Twenty thousand pounds. Is that what you said? There twenty thousand pounds. That, that, yeah. That's well, what whatever. I said. Still, that's too and, much and, for and most. And the Honda Ridge Line technically is not a truck. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> jealous. So jealous. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. 
Yeah, but this would be uh, this would be an escape pod in your backyard if you lived in Florida. It'd be a perfect hurricane. Uh, it'd be better in a bunker, you know. You don't because you can't have them really here anyway because you just dig into the water table. But you have one of those in your backyard, and you know, it's yeah, your, your, na- your neighbors would love it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, it'd be a escape pod. I, I, I'm telling you, there could be something there. But I, actually, you know, it so- would be cool if you could put a porthole under the water line. You could see the fish. Right, make 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 it like a glass bottom type of thing give, going on. Give yeah. give Greg enough time behind the helm; there'll be plenty of holes in the bottom. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's that. And if you want to go buy this uh, out from under me, you know, like outbid me, <laughs> if I decide to get on there and do that, where would they find this boat? Uh, just Patrick? just do a search for seven hundred and fifty dollar um, <laughs> semi submersible lifeboat, or better yet. Go to the World of Boating Facebook page. Ah, Thanks for the plug, Greg. Yeah. Um, or worldofboating.com, and you can find a story that posted this past week. And if you're so inclined, the, the, the challenge really is getting it transported. And it's not so much its, its beam or its mm-hmm. height um, or its length. It's more its weight right. as far as a trailer that you would find that would be capable of moving it. Because 20,000 pounds is a, it's a, it's a fair amount of weight. Exactly. Now, what was it? A cruise ship lifeboat, by the way. The, uh, one, one, it, one of thousands it, that are not being used right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this was more off a container ship because okay. um, that that's the uh, the look that it had. Yeah, uh, was something more along those lines. But again, you know, self-contained. Again, somebody who's enterprising, whether you know they wanted to do uh, you know day excursions out for a dive crew or turning it into a almost like a food truck type of thing because mm. with that big sliding gunnel area, you pull up where boats are up rafting and you have air conditioning insides and you're preparing food and they okay. can pull up right alongside. You got a lot of ideas there, Patrick. Sounds like mm. you need to pick up this puppy. No, no, I'm an idea guy. Execution is um, really Bill's forte. Okay. <laughs> you've, how, you've ever seen how those escape boats come out of that ship? Right, you know, they're, they're, they're on like a slide. slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's, I don't know. That would if I'd be fine on that as it drops. I think that that's probably a new uh, you know feature or ride they're going to do on the cruise ships once they open up. What at the end of October, it's been pushed back for cruise ships to start sailing again. We'll see if that holds. But but yeah. So, so any passenger that gets COVID, they'll just put them in one of those and launch them off and right. say this is a new ride as they float off into sea. Yeah, exactly. You have the COVID suite. The COVID uh, suite. Right. All right. So uh, you got that. What else is going on, Patrick? Anything? Well, l- last week we were talking about, you know, in regard to boats, potential ownership of boats, especially when we get into larger type vessels, um, even something like uh, Mike has um, the boats that uh, the employer that I work for, they manufacture other other things like that. We were we were getting into a, a debate about aesthetics, form over function or function over form. You know, what's more important and what would you be willing to sacrifice to create a boat that handles better, is more fuel efficient? And by that, I mean, I've been in the industry long enough. I started back in the heavy teak swim platform, bow pulpit days. And as technology advanced in manufacturing and we, we started doing integrated cockpit liners, um, doing uh, modular assemblies outside the boat, doing infusion-type lamination processes with small parts, with hulls, with decks on the larger boats, you still get into the interior structure of the boat. And we went from 
again, back in the mid eighties, when I started heavy wood, dark colors. And then we got into kind of that Miami vice pastel white formica, chrome glass, um, lighter materials, but people didn't like it as much because it, it was basically white formica. Then it came back to real heavy wood interiors. And that's where we, where we want to go with the conversation after the commercial. We will do that right here on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast come on babe let's go outside and take the boat out for a ride i'm ready i don't want to wait Cause the only time I'm feeling free is when I got that ocean breeze or kicking it out on the lake. Cause I want it, gotta have it, bring it in, yeah. Want it, gotta have it, gone fishing. No, you're not going fishing. Not on this boat. You're not going fishing on this boat. Get on board. Got the sunshine and the shoreline. It's a good life. Get on board. Get on board. Have a good time. Casting that line. It's a good life. Get on board. Get on board. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is the new boating fishing theme song from the Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation. Catchy little tune. Kind of makes you want to move your feet, doesn't it, Patrick? Yeah, away from boating. 
Huh. <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Uh, uh, musical. Yeah, swing uh, and a miss. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, what do we yeah, got? He's before hard to he... please, though. I mean, can we be honest? As yeah, a true. voter, he right. is not easy to please. Most voters enjoy the works of uh, a Jimmy Buffett. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> I, I enjoy I enjoy the works of that. I I enjoy the works of Warren Buffett. <laughs> Musically, evidently. I yes. too. I don't know. Buy, buy, sell, sell, hold, hold. You know, it works. It's more like Jim Cramer. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, what else we got there, Patrick? Well, as we were talking about um, you know, what you would be willing to sacrifice, uh, as we get into larger size boats, um, as I said, you know, we came out of this era most recently with heavy wood interiors, um, you know, high gloss, cherry lacquered finishes, but the furniture is real heavy. So in the, in the manufacturing process, as manufacturing uh, technology has advanced, now you've got, again, entire uh, cabin assemblies, including overhead structure being built outside of the boat, then being placed inside the hull, jigged in place glass and where the heavy furniture would act as support pillars and bulkheads now we're relying on of course that fiberglass interior section to provide that support it's all kind of tied together like in a unibody so having that heavier furniture inside is really not necessary for the structure of the boat we save weight but again some customers because they still want kind of that wood look in there and the wood that goes in maybe doesn't look as nice, and it's a turnoff for some. It's acceptable for some, but is that something that you're willing to to sacrifice? And you see manufacturers going away from real wood back to laminated material, which is just basically a thin sheet of whatever veneer you know over top of a a uh, plywood type uh, material. So, is that important to boaters as a whole, or? Is it more, I'm more interested in how the boat performs and the efficiency of the boat. I want it to look nice down below, but I don't need the heavy gloss, the heavy looking furniture. I'm willing to settle for a little less on that end aesthetically to have better performance overall. Bill, what say you? Well, two things. Number one, his description, um, I'm willing to settle for a little less down below, Uh is something that my wife said to me uh, this week. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, uh, unrelated it- though, I I really do think that there's got to be a there's got to be a cutoff point where, depending on where the commas are in the price tag, where you've just got to say, all right, if there's two commas, it's got to be real wood. I, that would be my feeling. If this thing costs a million plus dollars, you've got to have real wood in there, or you've got to have some sort of super high-tech metal substituting for the wood, and it's just so futuristic and modern that I'm okay with it costing this much money and not sacrificing anything. Barry, the boater, what say you? But if you were to get, for example, marine-grade plywood and had the top laminate as teak, there's nothing wrong with it. It's going to be stronger than a solid piece of teak, and it'll probably last longer. Yeah, because and don't they make uh, you know like stuff like that, like fake wood materials that look so real you can't hardly tell the difference anymore? Patrick, come on. Yeah, they they do, and you know they're and recently, most recently at Mets Trade, you know there's um, 
uh, manufacturers that are looking at really materials that we hadn't looked at before, uh, flax fiber composites as an alternative to carbon fiber. And this is for something being used in much, much larger yachts, like 68 footers, 130 foot, uh, foot boats. Um, and, um, there's a, uh, a engineered softwood called Lignia. Uh, it's got a 50 year lifespan that won a, uh, Dame award last year at Mets trade. So, you know, the, as things are, uh, again, progressing, doing more with these, more like with sustainable materials, because what happens with, uh, certainly with fiberglass boats, is as they reach the end of their lifespan, um, and we we post stories about this uh, quite often, is boats that get abandoned, uh, nobody has seemed to come up with a really good solution what to do with boats that, once they are done, what do you do with fiberglass boats? How do you dispose of them? in an environmentally sound way, and it's even hard to repurpose them. I know some companies have looked at, you know, shredding them up, or, you know, putting them through a grinder, if you will, and then using them in road construction. Hmm. But it the technology to get to do that almost makes it not worth doing it because there are other things that would would um, be much more economically uh, feasible. Okay, so uh, someone has just come up with a a solution. Some kind of recyclable type material that'll work on well, all that, of Well, that's that's what that's what they're that's what they're looking at. Yeah, like those no skid things you have in your bathtub. Take a big right. stack of them, grind them up, turn them into roads. I don't know. That's a start. <laughs> all right, on that uh, twisted note, and well, congratulations to Bill too. We got to get that in one more time. By the way, hey. the softwood reference that uh, Patrick just made. Made, I think that got brought up on the on the wedding night too, didn't it, Bill? Well, uh, no comment. Okay, all right. <laughs> Just remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as, as a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. <laughs> TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.